Last time on the Great Food Truck Race, things started heating up when the clear front runner of the whole damn competition got out in like three episodes till the finale and we were like, ah oh, shit, I think we know who's gonna win. Sudden upsets occurred when maybe they didn't win? Hi, I'm Tyler Florence <laughs> and this is How to Catch a Predator. <laughs> And this is my brother Jay, Annie. God, this would be funny if I knew who the guy was in How to Catch a Predator. Chris Hansen. Why did... Ah, Minty. And this is fun title where we say F you to things. That's how it goes, right? I'm going to say F you to that intro because it doesn't tell you that we're doing the great food truck race of Food Network. I actually really like this show. Let's get rolling. (laughs) So, Minty, how many seasons do you think you've watched the great food truck race? I want to say like 12. Holy shit. I think I've watched two. No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I didn't watch 12 of the 16. What? Yeah. Yeah, because I watched... There was a time when I was binging a bunch of food truck race, and by the time I finished, I kind of just stopped. And, you know, like, you, you don't watch TV after a while, so there's, like, kind of a break in the middle. And then I saw the last two seasons. Because I saw the season with the three guys making waffles. I watched the season where um, Senorita had the home turf advantage, so they won the whole thing. Bullshit. And then I watched this season, so I guess... Oh, wow. Because the earliest seasons of the Great Food Truck Race are super good. Because, okay, the Great Food Truck Race is eight teams compete in their food trucks to win a prize that kind of changes every season. First season, they won a food truck and I believe $20,000. And then they would switch between winning the food truck and not winning the food truck, which I thought was kind of weird. And then they just all together just stopped winning the food truck. I think it's because as the show got more popular, some of the people who are competing are already food truckers. So be weird to offer that as a prize and it's not as necessary as entertaining to always watch newbie people so that could be why they got rid of that but you know it's still nice the show gave the competitors their trucks and i assume if they're pro they would have given them maybe a new truck kind of to start on equal footing as everyone because the ship over a truck would be you know a lot of money expensive but then we go to the shipping wars show how much money <laughs> do i pay you to ship this truck from state a to b that would be so cool i never seen a full episode of that. Eh. Pawn Stars is more interesting. Not Pawn Stars. Storage Wars? Storage Wars, that's it. Storage Wars is an interesting show. But we're not talking about that. Fun fact about Food Truck Race, in the beginning seasons, they would actually go from like state to state every episode. But then with more food permits and like zoning laws, yada yada yada, it's just cheaper, easier, and legal just to film all in one city. Yeah, and before, the finales used to be where the food trucks would go to one spot, have to settle some kind of objection whether it's to sell a certain amount of units to sell a certain amount of money or whatever before they can move on to the next spot oh kind of like a triathlon yes yeah, so it was kind of like a race so you ha- were like trying to get the money before the other team and then they would do this whole thing where like you would watch one competitor park their car run to Tyler Florence open the suitcase to see if they were first or not oh that sucks like a lot of drama because you don't know who they're filming and of course if it wasn't them then they would show you the footage of the other team winning the $50,000. That's that's tough, man. So, I think we're just gonna go over the teams from who got out first to, you know. Okay, we're gonna do season 16, David versus Goliath. Which is not really. Okay, here's the thing. I say that phrase way too much, you're right. <laughs> the David versus Goliath, so is pros versus amateurs, but none of the amateurs was like a complete amateur. They just didn't have a food truck, but they knew how to run a restaurant. Yeah, so they kind of had a lot of the skills a food truck owner should have, right? 
right? A chef, a manager, somebody to make sales, a hostess. Because I saw like one season, I got some episodes here and there when I was like on the, when I was playing. I don't know if you kids know what that means. <laughs> it was randomly on and I was just there to look at it. I saw like this one team who like did not know how to work the food truck at all. So like no one was outside taking orders. They didn't know how to run the appliances. That's why it's kind of more entertaining to watch like completely new people. I mean, there's a lot of interesting situations. There was this one Korean team who was like dominating the competition, but they were eliminated because they were cheating. Oh. For some reason, for one challenge, they somehow like increased the money in the till. And what I'm saying is that in this show, as long as you, you don't make the least amount of money, you're still safe to compete in the next week. And for some reason, the Korean team somehow faked the numbers and that's how they got eliminated. But it was weird because they would have won that week regardless. You know what's funny is that the funniest elimination I ever saw on Food Truck Race was when like they dinged a street lamp or something so they had to pay for the street yeah. lamp and it used like a lot of their funds so they was like out. Speaking of which so in the first week of season 16 eight like or nine giant personalities and the block had the biggest personality. I forget what kind of food they served but they like dinged the Paisani truck. The Paisanis the Italian boys. And it's weird because the whole episode was like a little feud but as soon as that truck hit the Paisanis they were like hey don't worry about it brother. It's like no I feel really bad eh you know everyone's safe. I know yeah. And I was like okay Paisani's automatic fan favorites. Oh Paisani won the Miss Congeniality <laughs> like immediately. Although also from Hawaii so big support for the bald guy. So the block goes home I think it's because they went home early because like they ran out of chicken wings so they're like well nothing for us to do except go home now. Yeah but that's a hard because like Tyler was like mad at them for that but it's like what else were they supposed to do? Should they have bought food and come back? For what though? I mean I don't know if it counts toward like the next week. I know one team in the previous season when they ran out of the food they just made a new dish out of like the side entries. Yeah and someone just sell drinks. Yes, yeah, so maybe they had to do something like that. That's true. There was one team, I don't remember, but like no one was not buying the food, so all they did was get like a strawberry dipped in chocolate and gave it out for like a dollar. Yes, yeah. Yeah, because anything counts, right? Why not? So then the bald guy won this week, and this is the start of their streak, and supposedly they made the most amount of money in the first episode. Apparently they had that coconut wireless connection. It's so weird. Like you're watching Food Truck Waste, like, okay, I don't know anything that Kana's making looks interesting. I don't know anything the poor Seppa was making. The bald guy. Oh, Lokomoko. Chicken katsu. I know it all. <laughs> I must be a culinary expert. In something. Then we go on to the next week and then we see like a really weird interactions with four hens. Co- well, I'm Creole. Sorry. Creole kitchen. Is that the- was those women lesbians? Yes. Okay. So like, I guess the influencer came. I was like, um, you gave me something. I didn't like it. I want a refund. And I'm just like, can they do that on the mainland? Because if I buy something and I don't like it, I just just say, oh shit, you know, gambled wrong in this place. Yeah, it's like, that's it. You just don't go back. You don't need a refund. Yeah, you were the one that decided to buy it. You just take a chance. I don't know. I, when we talked about it before, you were like, well, if she's an influence and she's probably just trying to get on TV. Oh, yeah. You know, she's just trying to bring up some drama or whatever so that she's like, oh, look, I was on the great food truck race. Being a total bitch. And I didn't know how returns work, so I didn't know I needed to bring the original credit card back. Which is crazy, right? Like, we all know this at this point. If you're buying with credit card you gotta return it with the credit card she must be like 16 or something and like yeah you know like the women was yelling at each other and then they just went home that week you know no, no one's fault that we eliminated two black teams immediately <laughs> It's just coincidence. Hey, the bald guy won again. So it can't be that, you know. 
Maybe not a black teen. I think this is the or start. dark skin. Yeah, I think this is the start of the Kana going to that wildcat cafe. Oh, yeah, they found it. How do you feel about that? I mean, because early seasons did not have this social media thing. Yes. It was all about finding good parking, hoping like some kind of event was going on, having good salespeople on your team. But now it's like if you find your need, get social media, then like you're almost golden. I mean, I felt this way ever since I saw Senorita win. I was like, oh, we posted on social media and people came locking. It's like, then it seems like you don't need the money because you already have an audience. Shouldn't the money go to people who's actually talented but they don't have a following? Like they could actually use the startup money? I do agree with that. I mean, I wish they didn't bring an LA team to the LA competition. Because now it feels like with two seasons in LA, are they just going to have them all in LA now? Which is going to be very boring. Especially this season because Tyler Florence, like, I got you a great spot and almost every single time, this is a shitty spot, uh, Tyler. <laughs> you got mad at us for not moving the first episode because, like, these challenges are, like, gift. But maybe you don't give us shitty spots next time, Tyler Florence. Yeah, it seems like it's good for an hour. Like, Food Network just advertised, like, one hour, good, and then done. Second episode is also when Paisani gave, um, all those ingredients out to those other food trucks because they didn't have the right ingredients for all those hungry kids. Yeah! They gave it to the bald guy. I forget who the second one was. It was either four hands or two girls, I feel like. Yeah, it was one of those teams because they needed that mayonnaise. And then that good karma didn't help them because they were eliminated in week three. That was so sad. So, like... Oh, and then this one, they paired up and had to switch a member. Oh, yeah! Because Kahana got one of the Paisani boys and then that's when Kahana realized we gotta get rid of this dude. We gotta get rid of this white guy. He's not even on the LGBT spectrum. <laughs> He's not a minority. He's not a woman. What good is he? That was weird because they were like, oh, he just keeps causing trouble. I'm like, but you're, you're like a sassy Pakistan girl, you know? You're not like totally innocent, but I guess it doesn't really matter about general terms. I mean, for, just for that dynamic, it just wasn't working. What do you think? Because in this episode, the next episode, where they fired him on national TV without telling him. Was Which that... has never been done on the show before, apparently. Did you think that was a cool move? I think it was okay. I don't know. A lot of the other teams found it very disrespectful and didn't like Kahana for doing that. But I kind of thought like, you gotta do what you gotta do to win. Well, to me, it just seems like they could have planned it out more because it seems like really impulsive to be like, Tyler asked us holiday was, we're gonna fire this guy. It's kind of like you're in Walmart manager and you go to the speaker and it's like, hey, Tom, you're fired. Get the fuck out. No, I feel like Kahana must have talked to the producers mm. and then they were like, let's get all this on TV for drama. I will say the season had the most fake drama. Because there's so many problems like oh my god this happened but like after, after the commercial yeah, break, yeah. <laughs> we fixed it and like it seems like it was really like the most recent example was the finale where like the easy vegans spoiler alert it was making a sauce like if I can't get this blender to work we are screwed and I'm like are we though <laughs> because it seems like you just need an outlet and there's a shit ton of outlets and food trucks at this establishment you can just like go outside and use a plug look there's not a lot of drama on the great food truck race the only drama really it's just like there's no parking and should we stay or should we go should we stay or should we go that's, that's the only <laughs> drama that's ever in the food truck race except last season when Senorita and this other team did not meld together and the other team was so upset that they just left oh shit oh yeah that woman who like ran away for some reason yeah and then like what was weird was that she made like Latin Mexican food but she's the most white passing Mexican
Mexican Latina ever. Like blonde hair, blue eyed Latina woman. Which exists, sure. Just weird. So yeah, two girls, Jamaican tacos, girls home. I don't remember much about them. They were a cute team. Was there a lesbian on that? No, I, I think it's a mom and her two kids. Okay. But it's weird because the two kids that are with her is not like the two girls they're referencing. I think it's like her and her oldest daughter. Ah. Uh, I didn't really make any waves. Is this two girls, Jamaican tacos, like a porn name? Oh my god. You know, two girls, one cup. Yeah, but no, I think it's good because two girls started this up. My mom and daughter. They're Jamaican. Okay. They make tacos. I'm sorry. You're gross. That's what you are. You're a disgusting person. And the bald guy continues the four week streak. So we go to Lisa's Crepery and I'm just like, I don't know about this girls. And they was like, no, trust us. We make great crepes. Like, okay, and you made it this far. What's crazy is for them to have two restaurants and a food truck from whatever country they are from. Not country, um, state that they're from. And they feel like they had to participate in this competition. Would you think crepes would do much better in LA? I know Lisa's Crepery had like a backstory where they really needed the money. Oh. Like, I think something went wrong with their business. Maybe COVID? I don't know. It's hard to be the Pura Sefa. They got hit by a hurricane story and they lost their restaurant and now they started up a food truck in Miami. Lisa Crepery had like the weirdest fabricated drama with Kana. Yeah, they really did not like Kana for what they did to Jake. That was his name. <laughs> yes, the dog. I like his voice actor, Jake the dog. The Maggio. But yeah, Lisa Crepery, sorry, bye. You didn't make that much of an impact other than the weird rivalry between you and Kahana. Who was, I do say, I think Kahana did get the villain edit. Yeah, because I think they were like a spitfire, right? They had a lot of passion, they had a lot of voice, so that's easy to make them like the villain of the show. But honestly, they didn't really do anything that bad. Because even when they shut down Lisa's Crepery, I think Lisa's Crepery did like really well one time. Yeah, because they like, they just told them, please wait till like after 30 minutes and everyone's like, okay. It's the only place to get crepe. Yeah, eventually they get eliminated during week five. And we go to the next week and I guess like the bald guys are like we can't compete with these white people because they're like really in your face trying to sell food and I guess coconut wireless didn't work here. Yeah there's one point I guess it just stopped working and I wish there was an explanation why. I mean is it like the people didn't want to keep coming over? My bet, my assumption I would say is that in this week's challenge whatever it may have been I think it was like they just didn't get the news out in time you know. They didn't like put it on social media or whatever. They couldn't get people to them. If I remember correctly they would put it in front of like this weird Washington monument kind of building and then later on they partnered up with Kahana. Right, like they had to. Yeah, like they had to go to those locations, you know? Yeah, I mean what's interesting is because they said like, oh, we're not used to getting people to us. That's just a skill we lost. And I was like, I guess that is true because I believe his dad started the food truck. Mm. So dad probably started the company, started the reputation in Hawaii and people just come and all he really had to do was just continue the traditions, maybe improve the recipes. So he never really had to start from scratch. Also, to be fair, I don't think pushy tactics works in Hawaii. No, yeah, you know, I mean, they're probably just like quiet people. They're not the crazy Asian. In Hawaii, if you see like an elderly Asian woman who's dressed very nicely manning the store, you better be strong enough to say no when she starts coming over and being like, you gotta buy this, you gotta buy that, or I, get out. I do say it also doesn't help when you are also Asian and tiny, and the woman's like, you need this, you need this, you're gonna buy it. And it's like, okay. Like once you enter the store, as a small Asian, the pecking order has been set. And it's like, ooh, I'm not gonna go in that store. Well, actually, maybe, because it's got good sales. Oh. <laughs> 
Like, if you're gonna go in, you better go in with a purpose and ready to buy something. Yeah, and I, I was surprised that the final three. I mean, I was expecting Easy Vegan Kahana, but I was surprised that the Pure Sepa because they were very weak in the beginning. Then all of a sudden, they got like this wind behind them, and then that lady was like a really good saleswoman. She's very cute. They had a very cute team. The commentary is like doing shitty on other people. <laughs> The easy vegans, more like the fast vegans. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> There's just like no trash talking from them. They have really um cute food. Not cute. I don't, I don't want to boil this culture down to just cute. They had like these little Tyler empanadas. They were very festive. Yeah. It, it was like this, now this, and this. And I was like, holy, like, I look like a huge plate of food. What's funny about them when they went home, right, is that, so the easy vegan had like $600 in the lead that week. Like a ridiculous amount. But then Kahana still be the easy vegan. The easy vegan only be a pure sepa by like a few hundreds. Yeah, now that Kahana was just a two-man team. Yeah. Which a two-man team, I feel like, has always gotten eliminated. Because there's almost no way to do it. I think I remember one person was a solo. Yeah, and she had to hire someone to man the front. Yeah, and I was just like, all you do is just take tickets. And I, I don't remember if they got eliminated or not. Pretty sure she did. You never know. We'll never know. So then we come up with Kana, who did the second one up. So as we said, they fired Jake and they got Carl from the block. And I'm like, how much chemistry did you have with? Oh, yeah, we forgot to mention that. That's crazy too. I thought they were gonna bring anyone that was gonna be from Paisani because Paisani just helped them. But to get car- like another thing that I'm pretty sure has never happened on the show either. Someone said that wasn't fair because in a previous season they only had two members and they weren't allowed to add a third. And I'm like, eh. Or maybe like in that instance they couldn't bring a third from like their state and maybe like there's some like you have to vet them. Oh. But Carl's already been vetted. Oh, gotcha. You want to put like a psychopath on TV. Right. So overall, I, I do think the Kana going to the Woodcat Cafe made it kind of boring. Like Everyone complained that Ball Guy winning four weeks in a row was boring, but I'm like, oh, Kana going to the same damn place and this guy's only letting them there because like he also wants to be on TV. <laughs> hey, that is great advertisement to like go find the Woodcat Cafe and, you know, eat. I guess not eat because they had not, they wouldn't have the food truck out there. Maybe they did. Maybe they just want to support. I did say that um there's like a little poetic justice because because at the very end, because they were at Woodcat Cafe, they, you know, they didn't get a lot of sales. Yo, you think maybe, maybe like the ball guy, like what was helping them just like, it just can't, it doesn't have that follow through. Yeah, they were using it as a crutch too much. Because what I did like about the Easy Vegan was that they always had like, okay, now it's time to bring up this recipe. Now it's time this. Oh, pierogies, it's going to sell. So it's time to bring it out. And, like our special, our secret last weapon, pink tacos. Because we're lesbians. <laughs> like they were very strategic in like knowing that they, they didn't, never had to like scramble for an idea because they always knew they were gonna bring it out at one point i will say though easy vegan i'm happy they won it's weird that we had the second vegan team in a row what that it'd be like that sometimes guys what Every other vegan besides these last two seasons has done very poorly in this show. I remember one team, it was like, oh, we're going to give out a meat challenge. Sorry, vegans, you're going to have to incorporate meat into your dish. And they were like, okay, we just won't taste it then. It's like, hey, Tyler Florence, did you get a lot of bullshit from that? I bet you did. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to do what's already planned. So overall, I don't think Connor would have won because it was clearly the villains of this season. And this is weird to say outside of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> yeah, because they weren't really big 
bitchy. They weren't. They really. just had like they made tough decisions. I, I guess in a way, a lot of people didn't like. I don't. I, don't, I didn't like the non-binary. I I always hate seeing. I didn't like the non-binary because you want good non-binary rep for that non-binary. I want them to shut the fuck up sometimes. They trash talk a lot. I guess so, but they were also the voice that was selling the products, and they were very good at that. So it comes and goes with you know its pros and cons. This is the thing that made me so upset about food truck race is that the last competition they put the food trucks at a food truck like lane to celebrate female chefs and I was like Todd Florence did you know did you know the <laughs> final two teams was gonna be two female owned food trucks did you know that Paisani could never represent there like even do a Persepa like the fact that they have a male owned you know it's kind of like eh yeah. They needed Lisa's creepery. They needed Lisa's creepery. <laughs> they were really hoping for the four hens and the two girls to be the final two. <laughs> so overall, I thought it was an okay season. It wasn't the worst. Yeah, it's okay, but if you're going to keep it in one season, it's not that great. Or one city, I mean. All right, top of your head, the favorite challenge that they put in this series this season. I like when in the finale, when they had to take one of the competitors' dishes off the menu and then reincorporate it into their own. I thought that was pretty cool. And I thought Kahana was very clever too. Like, well, we can't make the same dish but we can like redo it in a different way I don't know why first thing that comes to my mind is just like when they did the baseball challenge of all those shitty kids and it's the easy vegan one with the drink I know it's crazy right it kind of makes sense you know everyone's selling food but not everyone was selling a drink alright so let us know if you've ever seen this show or what your favorite food competition show is until then Autobots roll out <laughs>